BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! Yeah, seems like a little longer weekend. Yeah. Come on, Rico. Yeah, you got to do the Nick dance in honor of Nick. Yeah. I'm not going to do the Nick dance. Oh, you just going to throw your head back like and the, forth? I'll do like the Peanuts dance. Okay, so we'll just we'll do the Rico Peanuts dance. I got that Michael Booker, number 20. <laughs> Mike Book, we in the business, baby. Look at that. The redhead, the redhead, the red curly redhead was getting to work at that Michael, <laughs> that Michael Booker. I hope y'all out there doing y'all push-ups, man. I've been getting people all over the place shooting getting me messages fit. on Facebook and Twitter and all that type. Every of break, saying thank you for motivating me to do push-ups. Should I me just, and my son is on it. Should I just keep one of the cameras on and just record you doing your push-ups? We can no. we can we can record yeah yeah we, we can, can record we can sell that well, I, I, listen I'm not I'm not here to to to, to, to put my work how many pushups do you do I do a hundred between okay so hundred a hundred a show okay so hundred a show like then it wouldn't be twenty five each break twenty five so, yeah I do twenty five yeah for four breaks until I get to a hundred it was twenty for five breaks but now we're let's at, get that sponsored. Up. And we'll make a donation. For Sean's push-up challenge. Yeah. Push-up challenge. Yeah. That's for everybody. Yeah, and they could show up. Just the, captain, once you start, the captain's challenge? You yeah. know what? We, you there can't will be stop. There will be a time we'll, we'll pretty soon. Well, we'll have like little care packages with like a ticket bag with pens and all that sort of stuff. Maybe if, you, if they record themselves doing four consecutive days of push-ups, I mean, it doesn't have to. Like, give them some shoes. It could too. also, it right. could also we can give them some shoes, right? It could also not be push-ups. It'd be like, but they have to record it and, and share it. Yeah, just whatever you know, a hundred, a hundred reps of of something. Yeah. So, so here it is, my TyroneBird.com push-up challenge. Okay. TyroneBird.com push-up challenge, man. Okay. He does insurance everywhere. Okay. Colorado. Okay. Nebraska, Arizona. Yeah. Any type of insurance too. Okay. Business insurance. Yeah. Car insurance. Home insurance? Home insurance. Life insurance? Life insurance. 
Boat insurance? Boat insurance? Come on. A motorcycle a, a insurance. Motorcycle insurance. A stronger Husker fan base. One push-up at a time. That's all right. Let's get it. You say you get better day by day. Husker, Husker broken heart. Get better day by day. Hey, Hus- Husker broken heart insurance? <laughs> Negative, Ghost Rider. We don't give out none of those. You get black shirt coverage, though. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so listen, I, I got something to talk about before. Today we got Coach Darlington on. Welcome to Ticket. It's the Captain Show. I'm Vershawn Jackson. DP's in the house. Rico's here with his New York. I don't know, uh, Knickerbocker shirt on. R.J. Barrett's been putting in work. The I Knicks thought that haven't was, been winning. There's, there was another number nine that was nice at, at New York. Dick Barnett? No. He was six. Mm-hmm. What number was um, the quarterback from Florida State? Charlie Ward there? was 12. Okay, so that wasn't him. But it was in that era. seemed like it was in that time. Wasn't Charlie Ward 12? Charlie Ward was 12. No, I'm trying to think of somebody there wearing number, number nine, nine in that I thought. we have to look it up. We'll see what it is. But I'm disappointed. Here's why I'm disappointed. It's because I grew up watching the Pro Bowl. Mm. And, of course, Daddy DP comes. I come to work, look over. Butch Beard. He's got Pro Bowl stuff. Butch Beard wore number nine. Who? Butch Beard. Okay, Butch Beard. I don't know. Uh, Beasley. You don't know Butch Beard? Uh-uh. Oh, he, was nice. he was nice with it. Was he? It might have been Beasley. There have been 18 players to wear number nine. Who's the best out of the group? Um, Stark. No, he was three. Beard. Beard. Probably Beard. Defi- beard. Definitely Beard. Okay, beard. cool. The only person I could, like, in that era, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Garen, if you're thinking. Richie Guerin is leg- is a legend. Yeah. Uh, but. But he wouldn't have been in the time that I was thinking. Jared Jeffries? Wore for uh, a year. Pablo Prigioni? I'm wrong. Kyle O'Quinn? Everybody I'm wore wrong. it for a year. Yeah. Everybody wore it for a year. It's not me. a good number. And right. now it's RJ. Yeah. And now it Don't is a good number. We're at number nine. Now yeah. it is a good New number. York. Okay, so, so, so I'm watching the Pro Bowl, and it is absolutely like, what are we doing? What have we become? It's the toilet bowl. It's garbage. Why, it is the toilet so bowl. why waste our time doing that tomfoolery? Why waste our time? Well, because you're lost in it. Um, what it was, what this event was. Remember that back in the day, AFC and NFC didn't play each other. So this was an opportunity to measure up. And it was big for the AFC mm-hmm. to get on the same field with the NFC. Right? Because remember, the early days, it was American Football Conference legitimately as the AFL versus the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so when they got on the field, that's why the Super Bowl was a big deal. That's why the, the All-Star game, the Pro Bowl was a big deal. And then they crafted the interleague scheduling where you get to see those teams every three years. And you get to play each other. And remember, free agency is not was not what it is now. So te- players, were, if you were an AFL guy, you were an AFL guy. Mm-hmm. You were an NFL guy, you were an NFL guy. And it meant a lot for the AFC to come over and put a whooping on the NFC. Yeah, like it meant something. Yeah. Now, and then it, and then in recent years, it was competitive. That if you thought you were the best receiver in football, one you had to get there. Two, you had to show out against the best corners. Now it is just it's oh homie week, mm-hmm. and bro- that was a straight brother-in-law. Yeah, exhibition. like this was this was if like the, if, if if there was something called brother-in-law, the entire game was nothing but a brother-in-law exhibition. Yeah, it it, it wasn't, 
and I like I understand why the Pro Bowl event. Like I'm more a fan of the the, the, the skills, stuff that goes the around skills it. challenges. I love that stuff. Right, like that stuff we get. But the game itself, you you have to identify a way that people want to compete. You can't tell me that you want us like it's still an opportunity to have Patrick Mahomes throw to somebody different mm. than he throws to. Even though he was only throwing to Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Well, but but, but I mean, but but, but, to, but to play with them, right? Yeah. To be on the field with them is pretty cool. Great PR, but the game is trash. Like, I feel no, bad for the the. The special teams guys that make it because they didn't punt. There was no kickoffs. You kicked extra points, but like the the kick return guys that made it, like you get nothing. Yeah, and and we're just the there. Did, that to me, the Pro Bowl has become a waste of time. It was it was men in tights. That's what it was. Although it prancing was prancing around, it was fun to see digs on digs. Stefan playing defense. No, no. What was fun to see. Was uh, uh, Matt Jones greedy? Yeah, we, when he ran that. Yeah, we were just talking about. Yeah, that. yeah, that was fun to see. And then he put the little jiggle the, with the, the wiggle at hit the end. Hit him with the gritty. Yeah, with the with the gritty. That was great. Yeah, that, now Although, that was good. I was confused. So they were doing two hand touch, but there were times where somebody would get you know two hand touched, and the rest wouldn't blow the whistle, and they would just let the play go on, and somebody would score. And I'm if like, it's two what hand, is- if it's two hand. Two-handed touch in front of a player. So let's say if I'm defending Rashawn and I touch him while he's in front of me, mm-hmm. it would count. But if he, if he touches me going past me or behind me, I'm not. You, they're okay, because it was the because it was the one of the interception returns though the um, Antoine Winfield Jr. when Patrick Mahomes threw it, mm-hmm. and the receiver one hand was on his chest, one hand was on his back, and they he went and you know did the fake pitch and Patrick Mahomes bit and. He ran it in for a touchdown. It was, and then also remember that the Pro Bowl used to be the week after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm so, out on the Pro Bowl. Well, well, well this is what, but afterwards, so like, so have I've been to several of them, and what used to be was, I remember the story, uh, <laughs> various situations where the players on the same team were competitive with the guys on their team to prove that hey, I'm the best receiver here. Or I'm the best running back, running back here, and those things don't exist anymore. Well, there was no running in this game because it was there, two hands. There's touch. A, well, well, but I mean, think back in the day, in the days I'm talking about. Well, John Riggins is there. You're not going to take John Riggins there and not give him the ball. No, he's mm-hmm. going to destroy like, uh, everything and keep that. They, they wouldn't even fly. Like away. Walter Payton, you were going to get in if Jerry Rice was going to toast you. Mm-hmm. And now it's a little bit of patty cake. And it's where the game is because it's the week before the Super Bowl. They thought it would make it more interesting if it was the week before the Super Bowl. They didn't want to have a week of a weekend of nothing. Well, but but here's the thing: you could have there's a thing you used to do with college all stars and NFL all stars. Mm-hmm. You could do that. You could move the game back to where it was so that the players in the Super Bowl who qualified for this thing actually show up, and then it's a chance to remeasure, reconnect. It is marketing and branding at 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 a very high level. But the game is trash, and they got to figure out how to save it. And I'm not sure what that is. I, 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 Jay, Jay and I were both saying we've both spent more time watching NHL All Star than we did NFL. Well, first well, off, you they're need playing. To they're actually playing. They're actually trying to get after it a little bit. Now, listen, we talked about our Thursday's practice a little bit, and our Thursday's practice was still 150 miles an hour. Just don't take down to the ground because we only had helmets. Right. But it was it was one hundred like like we were going, so I think if we can get back to that at least, you know, f- 
fast stood up. Play the thud. I, I like that, but to play the thud. Yeah, but to to messing around and well, but there's so much money, and, and again, but the contract the contracts have have dictated that it's not important to play this game. So then why play it? Just make it a make it a make it an all star weekend. Type well, game. I think you do the all star weekend, but I just think that you let young players compete. Michael play, Parsons play. was taking people to the ground. Yeah, no, let, let, well, let young people the compete. Who from San Francisco? This is like his – Bosa. Bosa? No, I wasn't. Was it Bosa? No, not Bosa. Uh, from Oakland, from the Raiders. The, oh. The DN from the Raiders. Um, Max Crosby. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was out there. Like, he kept slapping balls down. Mm-hmm. And, he was working. He was trying to get the, the home crowd into it. But if you notice, it did. I was watching the, the defense, Venzi, the, the linebackers, when they would come on a blitz. As soon as they would get anywhere close to the quarterback, they would just they'd stop. They'd pull up. they pull up. And they would just kind of stand there, and the offensive line would just have a hand on their chest. So if the quarterback would roll out, then they would kind of chase him. But they're go back and watch some of those older Pro Bowl games. Oh, those were those oh, People were, were getting hit. Look, to have – Gary will get mad at me for telling this story. But So Gary Clark, Art Monk, uh, Andre Rice, and Jerry Rice were the starting receivers for a Pro Bowl. Say that again. Art Monk. Art Monk. Gary Clark. Gary Clark. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Andre Risen. And Andre. Ugh. Now, now, just to tell you, Andre Risen was mad that he was number four. <laughs> he didn't have a choice in that group. Mad. No, no, but he was mad. So, guess what? He came to show out. Mm. He was so mad, his mom was in the hotel elevator raising it like, oh, this is about to be on. Mm. Like, she telling all the moms, mm-hmm. y'all about to get this work today. Andre Rising, one of the great. Listen, I was at Kansas City. Let me, <laughs> let me give you an Andre Rising story. Story time. You probably get at, this work. I was at Kansas City, and I, I had a free agent workout after I got released from Seattle. And so I went up there, and in day two, I ended up getting signed. He liked me, whatever the case may be. So we're going to day three. It's Sunday. I'm, I've balled out. I've caught more balls in my mini camp than I did at the University of Nebraska combined in five years. And so – we get to the last play, and it's a, like a little, you know, I'm, I'm running like a little shoot pattern, and I dropped the ball. I had one of those Nebraska drop ball moments. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know how they used to do back in the video game. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I dropped the ball. We come together. Quite naturally, I'm the guy who Coach wants to make an example of, and he says, hey, son, you know what? NFL stands for, and of course you got those guys that's really trying to make it. And he's like, you know, they're they're back in the back going, not for long. You keep doing that, and so he was like, yeah, when you drop balls, you leave. That's the last thing that I remember from camp was drop you dropping that ball, mm-hmm. and and when you're that guy, when you're the last guy I just remembered as who made a mistake, it makes it easier for me to let you go when I'm comparing two people, right? So we're going into the locker room, and, and Andre Rising was like, yeah, come here, Rook, because they were still calling me Rook, even though I, this was my second year. He's like, come here, Rook, let me holler at you. And so we're talking, he was like, man, this, I just you had, you had such a good uh, mini camp, and uh, I'm glad to see you got signed. He said, but you got to understand, when you make it to – when you're in the National Football League and you drop balls, you're dropping mortgage payments. You're dropping Mercedes. You're dropping – he just went through all types of businesses. He just – and he just wouldn't stop. He just kept going. And I realized that now what he was saying then, I didn't necessarily take that bit of advice. But when you have the opportunity to play at the National Football League and you can make more money than, than most people make in a lifetime, 
in one year, you have to understand that. It's a business. You have an opportunity to do something at a high level. You can either prepare yourself to do it, what he was saying to me, and and not drop a ball, or you can be at home on the couch talking about talking stories about how the cut man told you to give your playbook up. Give it up. Not even answering the phone. Look, look, those those old those old Turk stories never get old. As a matter of fact, whenever they do like the HBO HBO shows, it's always the Turk like I I can miss the rest of the show as long as I get I'm there for cut week. Cause it's brutal. And if you've been around the game and go through it with folks, for whatever reason, especially in DC, I hung with two factions. So the posse's the Super Bowl group. Like the leaders and then the new players. Mm. And so I would always get the young dudes who would come in. And let me tell you, you want to reevaluate your life? Hang out with the dudes who are on the cusp of getting cut. Like the dudes who, hey, I played well enough to make the team, but I also played not well enough to get cut at the very same time. And it's a deep room. Like it's a deep room, right? And just those phone calls. And, again, this is back in the day before social media. So them dudes was like, Oh, I gotta be near a phone call. I I gotta be near a phone, and here's the phone I'm gonna be around in case this dude decides to call me. Right, right, right. Right. Well, these dudes would come to the sports bar, and I would get the calls because they would tell people, "This is where I'm, I'm gonna be up here having lunch. I'll be a DP spot," and I phone the ring. Uh, yeah, we looking for uh, Craig McEwen. Dang, Craig. Craig. Uh... Yeah, Craig. Here's the phone, man. Just like Craig, we, yeah, we need you, you over here. You had the, you were the guy that was watching our faces as we got that phone. Dude, call. I was the one who. Coach wants who, to see you bring look, the look, my my guest room was my guest room was a crime bed for a lot of former NFL dudes. Coach wants to see you bring your playbook, bring your stuff, and them dudes. Well, but hang out, you know, but hang, before you, but hang out in town. Listen, you take in your, case we in case we bring you back, which is worse because then it's like. Oh, I just need to sit here and hope y'all call me back. Well, in the, in the NFL, it's it, when they say not for long, they mean that because when it, it, you will be on the first thing smoking, bring your playbook. By the time you make it back down to your locker, you know, because if you would have known that you were gonna get cut, you probably would have kept some sweatsuits. You would have put pa- packed all your stuff up. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. And they standing over you, by watching you, watching you, you box up stuff. By the time you get back <laughs> downstairs from or wherever the coach's office yeah. is from getting that news, your locker room locker is cleared out of everything that says Chiefs or whatever. In, 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 unless it's like jock straps, stupid stuff that you're not going to need anymore. Like, and they give you your shoes, but they don't give you their shoes. Uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Oh, yeah, no. So, it, it don't sound terrible. It is terrible. It, right? it, it, it was. But it's and this, life. And this was dudes, especially again, when Washington was good, it mattered. Dudes would just hang out until they got another opportunity with Washington. But then they need a spot. I'm like, go ahead and hit the guest room. Don't, don't worry about it. And then sometimes you'd have two or three players or just guys who were waiting for another opportunity. And they would quite often get it. If Washington, if Bobby Bethard told you to hang tight, you hung tight. You hung tight. And then <laughs> there was a bunch of them that went to San Diego. During, when Bobby Bethard left D.C. and went, and the Chargers made their Super Bowl run. So it's Mark May, Stan Humphreys, uh, Terry Orr, Craig McEwen. Like they brought a bunch of Washington folks out there to help them Cross the bridge from terrible to good. And them dudes was out there. But they also went through the cuts out there. Mm. And you see the young dudes come to camp, and it's like, oh, bro, don't even unpack. 
Don't even unpack, man. I, I mean, don't I, even unpack. This is terrible. Some of those veterans would tell you, "I hey, hey, look, man, I don't even because you know you gel with people like mine's gel and, and people that you like, even though everybody you're not gonna gel with. But then you gel with some of the veterans, and I had a veteran tell me, "Hey, man, listen, bro, nothing against you, but uh, I ain't trying to be your friend." I was like, "What?" He was like, "Yeah, man." Every time I be somebody's friend, they get cut. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking out for you. <laughs> he was telling, he told me, I am the wrong kind of influence there, bud. Hey, 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 we cool, <laughs> but we uh, cool, stay over there. <laughs> yeah, he said, man, you know, don't even, you know, don't even come oh, in my area, dog. I don't even need your phone number you know, in my phone. Dog, like, don't, don't, cut don't, you, dog. don't even write it down, so man. I'm looking out for you, man. Man. Get, I, I want you to make you, it. You know we had saying? we had we had that because so so my again my bar was kind of the the spot that like not only all their media hung out but the players hung out and so we would do these guest bartender nights with the young players right that's how they made some extra cash so it was a lot of times it was dudes on the practice squad or it was them dudes like early you needed you just needed players in the bar mm-hmm. and you would get so Keenan McCardle right that you think of him as Jaguar he was why he he's a Redskin first. So them dudes would come through and they get to meet and Matt Elliott, he was Mr. Irrelevant. And you come in and you go, oh, look, this is how this works. <laughs> we, we pay you less than we pay them because <laughs> they coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to see you again, quite frankly. And uh, uh, I'm going to give you enough. So, you know, I'm going to buy you drinks and buy you dinner and I'm going to give you some, you know, some cash, yeah, but it's, uh, it's a cold world, man. You know, I can't, a cold world, I'm trying to tell you. I can't, I can't if you really. can get in where you fit in, and you, you be nice. You know. But if you if 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 you're young and and you kind of on the cuffs, you will learn valuable life lessons in the NFL that you can never learn unless you've been there. But that's how you learn that John, that uh, that 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 Gus Farratt was going to be a dude in the league because the way he came in, I knew. That that Heath Shula wasn't gonna make it because the way he came in, uh, Mark Rippin. Rippin. Rippin was a practice squad dude. Now, when, when they tell great stories of great MVPs, they need to start talking about Rippin because Rippin was a practice squad dude who ended up winning the NFL MVP. And like, stop tripping. That dude was a was a was a was a. Well, you gotta a, look at Warner. Right, like he was a full like that. That's the era, right? Mm-hmm. And that Trent Green, Trent Green came through Washington, and then we gave him away and regretted it forever and ever and ever. But you saw those guys, Stan Humphreys, who really couldn't get to work in D.C., goes to San Diego and takes him to Super Bowl. So you, you get to recognize who talented guys are. You, you you would be there to tell them, hey, be patient, your time is coming. But man, oh man. That that NFL life, like that game, that Pro Bowl is not what they want it to be. My curiosity is what they decide to choose to let it be going No, forward. they better change to do something because they're losing it was football fans like me. Yeah, it was terrible. I will never watch the Pro Bowl. It was game, terrible. Ever. Because I want the best mono we mono. My cousin was in that game. Devin White was in that game. And I'm like, what? He was around the ball. Yeah, what? All the time. He was he was getting hands on people's shoulders. Well, yeah, but because he wanted to play, he's still young. He's got energy. He's vibrant. Mm-hmm. But but I'm saying, if you're gonna play a Pro Bowl, if we're putting the best on best, 
we want to see who's the best. Man. That's when you get a chance to to get the best of AFC, best of NFC, put them together, and it should be all kind of fireworks. Yep. Devin but White, it wasn't. Devin White and Michael Parsons it was fun was, to watch, though. Well, flying. yeah, but it would have been funner to watch if they were going 150%. You're not wrong. Hey, man, this the captain. When we get back, we got Coach Darlington, defensive back coach, punt return coach. I'm a fist bump. Get out of here. 25, 30-plus years of coaching coming. The ticket. 93.7, the captain. Be right back. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 